Thank you for listening to this episode of Courtside Indiana Podcast. Please hit the subscribe or add button on your podcast app to get them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. As always, we'd appreciate our rating and review. And you can reach us directly on our Courtside Indiana Twitter at CourtsideIND. All right, we are welcoming now Coach Remus Woods, the head coach at Lutheran, Indianapolis Lutheran, uh, on the southeast side of Indianapolis. Coach Woods, thanks for coming on. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Before Kyler really gets deep in the question, how long have you been there at Lutheran? I'm going into my fifth year at Lutheran High School. As the head coach, as the head basketball coach? As the head coach, and then I've been there a total six years because I was a okay. JV coach when I first got there for one season. Okay. Um, Good deal. Well, it's uh, fun watching your your group play last year. Congratulations on winning the state championship. And I know you got a lot coming back, so you're probably looking forward to probably looking forward to getting back into in the high school season. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy my break, though. I don't push it too fast, to be honest. Yeah, I'm one of them coaches that enjoy my time. You know, being at home with the family and um, yeah. Just getting a little bit of a breather. I feel like the season is really long, and, you know, we put a lot of good hours in for it. Yeah, that's good. That's a segue right into what Kyler's probably going to talk to you a little bit about. Kyler, get us get yeah. us going there. Yeah. Um, Coach, I just want to kind of ask you how the summer workouts have been going with your guys. Um, you know, what have you guys been up to? What have you guys been focusing on? Oh, well, mine's a little different, kind of going back into the fact that, like I said, I kind of do – I want the kids to be able to take some time off. So we really don't do a lot of May activities when they let you get back going. So June is is more or less when we first get to see each other again. And um, I try to get as involved as I can. We really miss each other when we see each other in June because we haven't seen each other in a while. Um, I know a lot of coaches don't really take that approach, but um, I just like my kids to get a little bit of rest, at least on my part on their knees and stuff um, because a lot of our seasons have been pretty long. And um, so June ended up turning pretty good though. We played a lot of 4A teams and um, we competed against all of them. Um, and, you know, it's just all about chemistry now though. So that's what we're really focused on is getting our chemistry the way it was last year. Anytime you take pieces of a puzzle out of something, you know, you got to rebuild it back up. So that's what we're working on, rebuilding the chemistry and what we need to do. Gotcha. Was uh going back into June, was there any guys um that stood out um that had a really good June and you know really showed um the- LJ Ward, Caden Losher had really good Junes. Um I would say um Boss Jones had a really good June. Um a lot of the returners, I would say, did pretty good. You know, they they've been playing together now three years. Um I had them all as freshmen and you know, they it's time for them to pay me back. <laughs> I put a lot of hard work in there with them, man. It's time for them to pay me back. And uh, they kind of did last year. So, you know, uh, now it's time for me to be able to watch them play and grow together as young men. Nice. Is there any new guys that you're, you know, bringing in, bringing up that are uh, going to be part of your rotation or anything? Um, we had a really good freshman class last year. It's kind of hard to say when you have a really tough sophomore class, you know, who's going to be able to come in and really help. But we do have some really prominent sophomores that um, a lot of them can do some different things. We got a kid, Pyrie Loving. Um, we have um, 
We have a JT, another um, Russ. We got a few kids that um they can they can just play. You know, um they'll all definitely be playing JV this year. And you know, once you get to JV, I mean, we have we may have one junior on JV, so the whole JV will be sophomores. Um, and once you get to JV, you're a step away from varsity. You one injury, one sit out, one sickness, you know, and you're right there. Yeah, for sure, Dominic. You got anything? Yeah, um, coach, you know, playing in the 1A South, eventually if you're going to make it run the state like you did last year, you're going to have to go south, right, and play mm -hmm. one of the the Lagodes, the Bar Reeves, the Orleans, those type of teams where the basketball is a little bit different, right? It's a little slower, <laughs> ref, you know, it's probably refed a little bit different down there, yeah. those type of things. So what what do you do uh, to kind of prepare for that? You know, do in June, do you kind of schedule some of those teams or maybe during even the, in the season you try to get some of those teams on the schedule? Um, How does that work? Two years ago, we decided to take a trip to Bar Reeve after Bar Reeve won a state title um, just to get my kids. And this was the kids that won. Now, LJ and them are juniors. This was their incoming freshman year. They got to go to Bar Reeve. But um, what we really do, we go to Martinsville at least twice in June. Um, we don't look too far ahead to a semi-state, but we really try to make it seem like Martinsville our home. Um, because if we get to regionals, we feel like we can jet out because we're used to playing in Martinsville. We usually do one or two tournaments down there in June and, uh, Kip's a great guy and he welcomes us. And, um, so when we get to Martinsville, you know, we're here like hey, home court advantage, let's go. Right. So, yeah. So we try to get to Martinsville. We do a lot of film watching of the South though. We got a lot of respect for the South, um, they're very passionate, and that's that's what I would say, you know, about the deeper South. The game gets more passionate. Like, I feel like we have passion in Indianapolis, but it's like a step up when you go South. And um, it's a great feeling for the kids to get to see the difference, and I thought that was one of the great things about our run last year. Well, they're the, yeah, they're the show down there. Mm -hmm. That's I mean, what you're they fighting, say. Yeah, you're fighting. <laughs> you're fighting all the big schools in Marion County. You know, especially with Beach Grove's success too, you're you're yeah. really fighting for attention on the southeast side. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, there's those those dudes down there. That's it, it's a one. All you know, no pun intended. It's a one horse town there down there, man. <laughs> well, it is, but it's it's so amazing how they have so much success mm -hmm. in them smaller regions, and they're all five miles away from each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Dominique. I'm sorry, I I just. Yes. So, when, when he said they love their basketball down there, and you know, he compared to passion. I'm like, that's not even fair. Yeah. It's not even it's not even fair to his own fan base. It's because well, it's just, you're right because they bring a whole city to the game. Yeah, so, it's literally know, a different, different. It really different is. It's different. Right, for sure. And I, I wanted to ask you about Caden Lozier, man. I loved his game. I've seen him play throughout the year a little bit on stream. I wasn't able to get to any games in person. I'm I'm here in Fort Wayne. Okay. Um, Indiana, and but I I was at the state finals game. But just talk about Lozier. You know what what is you hearing anything recruiting wise on him, and, and what do you, what do you think he projects to in college? You know which um, level and his his recruitment is starting to go up. We're starting to get a couple letters here and there. We're waiting on a couple offers. You know, um, a couple guys should have already offered him in my opinion, but they haven't yet. So they're waiting to see more, I guess to say. But um, he's going to play point guard, and I mean he's a big point guard. I mean, he's standing six three and a half, six four, at every bit of 190 pounds. Athletic, can dunk. His jump shot is getting better. 
And coming downhill is hard to stop him. Um, but his best attribute for us is his court vision. He can see the floor. And if you if you run the floor, he'll get you the ball. And that's one of the amazing things about Caden. And um, his attitude has just been getting so much better as a teammate. Um, during our run, he became the defensive specialist. He asked to, to guard the best guy every night. And um, I felt like his game elevated once he did that. Because he was thinking of the team, and as um, soon as he did it, his numbers all went up. Points, assists, rebounds. He almost had a triple-double in the state game. Um, right. So I've really been proud of him, watching him grow up and just, you know, jail with the group and just go over his own personal, you know, maturity woes in life and basketball. So I'm very proud of him, but he's a great kid to be able to coach. Now, I want the same thing with with LJ Ward. You know, they're, they're your top two guys returning, but man, he made some plays in the state finals that was like, whoa! I'm I'm assuming you see that in in, in uh, a lot in practice and things like yeah. that. But but what do what do you see with his game? And I know he um, plays football too. LJ, so he, I always call know. him the heartbeat. A couple of our co coaches call him must see TV. Um, <laughs> but he just has a passion about the game and not wanting to lose. That's just irreplaceable. You know. Um, at any time people really get to watch him, they'll see that passion on the defensive end and offensive end. And then he's just phenomenally athletic. So putting all that passion with athleticism, you know, it, it's a lot of respect. In June, his jump shot was really going. So he's been really working on his jump shot. And, uh, man, good night if he really starts hitting that jump shot. I'm going to be a happy coach, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, but um, passion, leadership, um, just really understanding how to win now. Um, you know, all of them guys got a great taste of it. So they're looking to get back to that same stage. So I've been hearing different comments from LJ of maturity. Hey, we can't be like that. Hey, we got to get this together. We can't play like that. We have to run the plays the right way. So it's good for a coach to see a junior that's been in your program for three years now, third year, just kind of getting it and bringing that along, that maturity to the young, to the youth. Awesome. Appreciate it, coach. That's that's the disease of one more, right? Yeah. One, one more state championship. <laughs> and then he get a, and he'll get one more chance to get one more. Yeah. You know, those I mean, you're I mean, you're in a position with that group especially if you're, you're younger, the guys that are younger than them even come up like you think they will. Cause that's going to be my, one of my questions is what, what type of, how do you, what, where's your talent base come from? Are you, I mean, I'm not, you know, it's private schools get a lot of flack of which <laughs> I care little about. Yeah. Um, I'm at Carmel. We lose kids left and right to different schools that are yeah. smaller and no one feels sorry for us. So, but it, <laughs> no it, it, I mean, it's hard for you guys. huh? Yeah, it is. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Garen Catholic has got some Carmel kids on there. University's got some Carmel mm -hmm. kids on there. Uh, Park Tudor got a Carmel kid this year. Um, where where do you get – do you have, like, a feeder system there? Well, we actually do. We have six okay. middle schools. Wow. Um, and they're located all across the city, really around 465. So we get a lot of our feeder kids into the school from that. Also, we just have a unique opportunity in the area that we're in, surrounded by public education. We don't have a lot of private schools around us. So we're one of the only private schools in our area mm -hmm. up until you get to Sassina. 
Yeah. And Cecina is a little bit away from us. So we we actually are one of the only and we don't have many charter schools next to us either. Yeah. So if anybody wants an alternative education from public school, we happen to be in a great place. Yeah, I mean, you're obviously you're you've got Cecina to your north, you've got Roncalli to your west. Mm-hmm. But but the you know that's those those guys the the Catholic the diocese stuff that's kind of a different yeah so so those Luth so do you get to like from an IHSA perspective do you get to farm those kids without reproach or do you or is that something where you advertise Lutheran as a school and then you just you you attract those athletes naturally. Well, usually when people come from outside, they come freshman year. Right. And our feeder programs come majority from our middle schools. We can't contact outside school kids outside of we don't have a district. But outside of our middle schools, we can't do many things with kids outside of our middle schools. Because like obviously the, the Catholic diocese schools, they all have Catholic schools they can pick from. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're and they're they're slotted. There's there's certain ones, you know, that go to certain, you know, yeah. Shatard's got four or five of them. Cecina's yeah. got three or four of them, you know. But you guys you guys can't do that necessarily. Like there's no like No, because they're not Lutheran attached to us. So yeah, okay. I guess to say, you know how Shatard has them attached to them? Absolutely. Ours are independent. So every Lutheran middle school is independent. It's a church and they function independent. Um, I don't help hire the staff for the basketball teams or anything. Um, it's totally independent, but we are the only Lutheran high school in the city. So, so of course, they do encourage them to come to Lutheran. But of course, we don't get them all. We have Holy right. Cross, who happens to be up north. And Caden Losher is probably the only Holy Cross kid in our school. Yeah, from that Lutheran school, they usually go to Cathedral or they go to Heritage just due to where they are in the city. Being deep south, you know, we got our other school is right by um, our shepherd is right by Ben Davis. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the travel just ain't going to work out. Right. You know, and um, like I said, being one of the only alternative educations in our little block of area, we get a lot of kids like that due to success, I'm sure. And then just a really good education. Also, um, my basketball team last year had a 3.6. Nice. GPA and um as a group um and that's pretty good you know I, I think them the graduation really rate is really good and we just no nonsense about grades if a teacher come to me and say grades is bad the kid knows you're not playing so you're functionally from an athletic perspective like Brebuff and Cathedral where you're religious based schools but you're independent and private and mm-hmm. and not parochial necessarily well parochial would be Catholic specific but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just was curious because I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, those schools, Cathedral Brebuff, they attract just through, they they attract through tradition, and and Lutheran hasn't had that on the basketball side, and you and you mm-hmm. you're starting to bring that. I mean, you you've strung together four four straight winning seasons, which they haven't ever had. Um, <laughs> I'm scrolling back here on. John Harrell. Yeah, we had a couple good runs in the Lutheran history, but they, yeah, I don't know Fen- if it was four in a row though. It wasn't four. No, I mean Fincham had some nice had some yeah. nice teams in the in the, in the mid aughts, um, and I mean he was there for a long, long time, and you know he's probably one of those lifer guys that yeah, Tom's never a great ever. Guy. He's the guy who gave me a shot. So yeah, I was never I'm gonna always lose indebted his job. to Tom. 
And hell, you, you if you want to, you probably will never lose your job if you want to stay there. <laughs> Especially with what you've done the last four years. I think they love me. You never know, though, man. You never know. <laughs> but no, they treat me really well, and I appreciate the Lutheran community, though. Ske- scheduling, I'm looking at it now. It's it's. I mean, it's you know, obviously you got the county tournament, which mm-hmm. is a different animal. You take Lawrence North down to the wire. Yeah, that we had beat them. That had to turn some heads. <laughs> I mean, we knew you were going to have a good year this year, yeah. regardless. I mean, we do a preview pod every year. We talk about top teams, and and you guys were you guys were right there. Um, I don't know if we thought state champ, but I think <laughs> definitely top ten. Okay, that's cool. I'll take it, man. It's um, funny when we played Bloomfield, they were like, "How do you feel playing number one?" I said, "They hadn't played us." Yeah, well, no, that's, I know. Hey. I mean, I, I get that's where they're voted at, but I, I've never played them. I don't know how I feel. We got to <laughs> play and see. I'm a welcomed Indianapolis guy, so any anytime exactly. you get situations <laughs> like that, you you go in with seven losses. Your seven losses were to Greenwood Christian Ritter. I don't I mean I don't know how you feel about every loss, but Lawrence North Beach Grove. I mean, Traders we're Point in every game. Yeah, yeah, Brebuff's your one. Your one bad loss mm-hmm. um but they they probably can match you athletically mm-hmm. they could they, they could a probably really good team they could do um, some things with butcher defensively that that even lante yeah it was he was he played a really good game but what really he? got us was um losing a heartbreaker to beach grove and we just yeah. fell in a slump so you know we just had to get that team chemistry and that bond back together you know, uh, my mom used to always say butt whoopers would make you turn around, and that's what happened. We kept catching some butt whoopings, and we just was able to turn it around. I mean, there's some good wins there. I mean, Chattard had a great year. You beat them by 18. Covenant Christian was good. You beat them beat them on the road. Um, Sassina, obviously. <laughs> so at Decatur at, Central is a good win to me. Yeah, at Decatur, Decatur Central was a good game. A good we had win. a good game that day. I mean, Jackson Dell is a good win. Um, don't know if your kids know who where they are, but yeah, I, I love them. He actually put us out the year before, so we got to yeah. be pretty good friends. After that win, he laughed at me and said, "Man, how did you beat me? And you didn't even hit a three. <laughs> I said, "Cause I told him don't take none this year." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm on board with Dominique. We talked a lot. Uh, not. During the state championship game, Kyler and Zach and I, who Zach's not here with us tonight, we all sat together. Um, we talked a lot about Caden, and and I I like him. I coached his older brother, BB. Oh, well, you know, BB came to me too. His senior yep, year. I do, I do, Man, yeah, I absolutely do, yeah. And just a super family, and you know, Caden, I like I texted you Sunday, said, "Hey, check in with Caden." They had a pretty bizarre situation. Yeah, he told their, me. With their team, Kyler, uh-huh. that was that situation that we watched play out in real time. <laughs> uh, but but Caden's having a good spring. Yeah. I've not seen Lante as much, um, but I've definitely seen Caden quite a bit. And, uh, you know, he is uh, – he's, he's, done, he's done pretty well. He is a unique player in that class because he is 6'3", 6'4". Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably – once you get to tournament time, he probably guard anybody, right? Yeah, he can. He, he 100%. One through, one through five. He we just really guard. say, who's the leading scorer? Get him. That's just kind of how it went. We didn't go off how tall they were, whatever. Who's the leading scorer? Get him. 
Yeah, we just got done talking to Coach Roth from from Fort Wayne Blackhawk, and mm-hmm. it kind of feels the same way about Callum Pickett. Yeah, he they could have just a good kind team. of yeah, he could just kind of put him on anybody, especially in sectional, especially in the state tournament time where the two A stuff just isn't as athletic. Game in, game out. Yeah, yeah, and it, it would be off the, a little bit. It would be the same for you guys too. Only thing I think that is though, with the change of pace and the change of refing, it brings in a unique value because playing Marion County basketball, we don't always get those touch fouls. Right. We definitely don't get um, the flop calls, you know. And um, if you're not used to the refing style, it just you have to adjust really fast. That's something we really had to learn quick. Um, Lagodi had us. You know, they were on the wire. They were up close to 11 points with four minutes left. And it was because we couldn't catch a feel of the game. We scored 30 points in the fourth quarter. We only had 67. So, you know, it, it took us a little bit to figure it out. But um, it just – the pace changes so much. And it's – um even Bloomfield game, LJ had four fouls in the first half. So he barely got to play. Caden really carried us in that game. Um, and, um, he kind of had to wing it a little bit in the fourth as far as LJ, um, and the rest of the team kind of stood up, you know, um, it, it helped. We made some shots that game. You, you swap notes with Omar on that, <laughs> on that stuff, mm-hmm. especially once the section was over, whoever wins that bad boy, you guys swap notes on. Oh man, the, the, the ride was so big. I don't know if I ever get some notes, man. <laughs> It's big, yeah. man. <laughs> I, hey, I you think, know, this is oh, the I funny think Omar, thing. I think Omar would be okay with the Marion County team. Uh, I don't know, no, man. Maybe not. All right. All right. I'll just say this, man. Um, Our sectional is competitive, man. It is. It's good. It's fun. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, man, it's blood for blood with every team in it. <laughs> <laughs> it is, man. And it, it's really fun, though. But um, I'm, I'm telling you, it's blood for blood. I don't know. <laughs> Do you expect an uptick from McCaney? Um, yes, I do. Um, he's around six, 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 seven now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting stronger, working on his footwork. Um, he's probably legitimately maybe one of the biggest in one A. Um, plays football. Um, he'll be starting this year. Been hitting the weight room a lot. Um, he could definitely come with a breakout year. Yeah. He's athletic. He has the motor. Um, but like I said, he just got to get used to being in the game. He he was coming behind two really good seniors. Um, so he got to learn from Cam Patterson and KJ Patterson. And um, now it's his turn. For sure. I was going to say quick, Jim. Uh, I was going to say, you guys, you know, you guys got a lot coming back, but it seems like, you know, you guys lost a lot too with oh, Ali and Smith and the Patterson. Some great kids, man. Yeah, it's funny, man. Uh, when we first got back in June and looked around, the team was like, "Man, we missed them seniors." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, because we lost some good kids. I mean, DeRay had one of the best second halves of a season because he only got to play a half of a season that you could ever have. Man, he could shoot that thing. Yeah, that you Ooh. can never have. And then um, you got Aiden, Ali Ali. He hit some of the biggest shots we had during that run. Cam and KJ Patterson, I haven't played a varsity game coaching without them. Yeah. So they left with, um, I think, 72 wins in high school. So I bet, you know, they probably got the most wins of any Lutheran kid ever walked out of Lutheran. 
I saw you guys play at Bethesda the year before. Okay. That would have been what? Probably your last game. I got but it right then, here. Probably the last game of your regular season. Uh, oh, two years before because Bethesda two, canceled on us the year before this year. Oh, no. It would have been the Twins. It was COVID year. Yeah, it would have been the Twins freshman year. No, no. Yeah. It was 2021. 2020. So it was the. Okay. Yep. Their sophomore year. Right. Yeah. Because we didn't and, get to play them junior year. And none of the Christian schools cared about COVID. So <laughs> they were always. We definitely played. They were always packed. All yeah. those gyms were packed. Greenwood, they Bethesda, were. Covenant, all of them. It was, it was, I it was a little disconcerting. Um, <laughs> let's just say I sat on the floor on the baseline a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was packed. Um, and, you know, they're becoming a pretty good rival too. They brought a good team back. You know, they are. Um, it's a nice group. They do a good job there. We've been having some good games with Bethesda. They've had a nice run with the Malaga. The Malaga yeah, runners he can play. Really can play. I saw a roster where one of them was listed at six seven. It was a typo, but I was like, "Oh my god, is he? If he's six seven, man, that's different." Yeah, and it was it was a typo. <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, I think a lot of the um, the bigger competition it's hard to see in June because you really don't know how much coaches have done with the kids to right. you know, get a team chemistry. Because kind of like my kids, everybody's getting pulled every which way. It's football season to the football coach. It's basketball season to the basketball coach. And, you know, we're just pulling kids. How many multi-sport guys you got? Like how many um, – oh, well, back up. How many football guys you got? Um, On the varsity level, we probably only have three this year. Last year we had six. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Patterson, – both Pattersons played football? No, only one Patterson. Cam was the only football player. On that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Coach, were you guys at Charlie Hughes? Yeah, we did. We was at Charlie Hughes. Okay, how did that go? I'm trying to pull it up. It went really well, and I, I was kind of happy. It probably was our best Charlie Hughes schedule. Um, we lost kind of big to Greenfield Central. We couldn't adjust to the three two. Um, they played really well. You know, they got a star. Mullins. That's all. That's all Luke awesome. does is play that three two. Yeah, I mean, Mullins is awesome, though. He's one of he the is. best oh, kids yeah, in the state. Oh, yeah. um, we beat Valpo, so that was a good win for yeah. us. Um, we lost in overtime to South Bend Riley. Um, who else did we play? We played one more team. Oh, Richmond. We lost by two mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Okay. So That's a nice. Pretty good schedule, man, for Charlie Hughes. I was very happy. With, um, four, with well, all four A teams. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's four A teams that didn't get four four A teams, so I was happy about it. Other than getting Man. stuck at Clay Middle School for one game, you like you had a pretty good schedule. Oh, it was so pretty good. hot. Like the air yeah. wasn't So that's well, when no. we played Greenfield Central and the air wasn't on. I mean, as soon as my kids looked up, they were like, dude, why are we here? Yeah, they're not they're not prepared. Yeah, they, they're not used to having events at the middle yeah. schools. Our middle I schools mean, were really, it, really what hard to get I will say, into. though, when we were there, 11 coaches showed up, though. So that was cool. Yeah. And the gym was probably 120 degrees, <laughs> but um, well, was- and, and a lot of them probably there to watch Braylon. Yeah, you but know, at the and same that's time, supposed to shine, you know. But at the same time, somebody else. You know, they're they're getting to learn more about Lante and getting to learn more about Caden, mm-hmm. and they're not they don't shut their eyes when those guys are out there. No, they making, don't they making don't. plays. The stage is the stage, you know, so whoever performs gets it. So that's what I liked about it. But Charlie Hughes did a really good job this year with getting coaches out. 
I've seen them at more games this year. I don't know if that's because we won a state or who they matched us up against, but just about every game we had a nice amount of coaches that was watching. So that was great. Yeah, you, you look you look at some of the – figure out the ones who come back to other games. Those are the ones that were there to see you. Mm-hmm. You learn that with the summer stuff as much as anything. Yeah. Based on who you're playing. and Because Mullins has drawn a crowd this year. Nah, man, the kid deserves it. He's good. They got kind of the short end of the stick on their schedule. They played a game at Carmel Dad's Club. They played a game at Clay Middle School. They It's like, come on, man. Yeah, he definitely was a, a player that a lot of people wanted to see. And I didn't get a chance to see him because I just stuck to the two high schools. <laughs> yeah, well, game where, you didn't want to be in that 130-degree weather, so you didn't miss that much out of there. They, they had four games at four venues, Carmel Dad's Club facility, Carmel High School, um, Carmel Middle, and then Clay Middle. I, I would have been – and you're right. They they only played two 4A schools. No, That's what I'm saying, one. man. They played one 4A school. That's what I'm saying, man. We got one of the best schedules in Charlie. Yeah. So I was a happy coach. They played so, you guys 21st century in Providence. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Dominique. I was going to say, you were at Westfield a lot. I was there Sunday. I was at Carmel, man. You would have needed a, a winter coat at Carmel. Yeah, coach, it was cool. They got the – oh, man. <laughs> Woo. It was cool. Got to go prepared. Yeah, it was man. cool. It's like that all season. We, I mean, it's a, we joke about. It. I'm a Carmel guy, so we we joke about it at at the games. The the score keep the people who run the scores table. You guys got a great facility though, so you know I'm always a coach that love to look at facilities. We got one gym, so I look around and be like, man, how much practice could I do if I was here? <laughs> you know, we, what kind of development could I do with seven gyms? You know, we eight. <laughs> Don't don't miscount. We got eight. Look, eight. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't we even vote. know what I would do. I might not even be able to go home. My wife would we vote me. for everything. We approve everything here. They, they want money to build facilities. We're in it. We've got we have an Olympic sized pool where we needed to build another Olympic sized pool. Man, that's amazing. Like I said, that's one of the things that I get jealous of. I walk in there, I'm like, no wonder they can shoot. Look at the gyms. The uh the, the key to the kingdom is the swimming program. The doors are always unlocked. Oh, okay. And the kids can, and the kids can always get in and get a, get the gun out, or the whatever which whatever they have the gun or the doctor dish whichever one they have, and uh, they Makes they can sense, get though. in there. It's changed a little bit the last couple of years because they had an explosion. But but if it, the the secret sauce to that, aside from just having talent, is just accessibility. Man, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So like, that's one thing I don't have is accessibility. Yeah, we all share one gym, you know. <laughs> so volleyball, I mean, football events, uh, track events, yeah. all kind of events, science fairs, like it, the gym is a high commodity for us. Any uh, any transfers? Any kids? Um, we should we we didn't see any mainly in um in June, but I've been hearing noises that we got a couple coming. <laughs> alarming there's every year we talk about transfers around june this, this was this few a number of transfers that we've seen in, in quite a while um and at I least think, at least among bigger names well I, i'll say this though i think a lot of them wait till after june now yeah they, they kind of look at you know at whatever position they got or whatever's going on they kind of keep it quiet you know 
even if they are transferring, I feel like they try to get you in August, you know, <laughs> so nobody knows. And then they're there, you know, so I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of big names either, though, other than going to prep schools. Yeah, well, and Brownsburg's, of course, they lost catchings, but they've they've picked up two transfers since June mm-hmm. to sort of corroborate your point. They picked up one yeah. from Evansville Harrison and they picked up one from Greenwood. I'm not 100 percent. I'm not sure how much Vars the, the kid from Greenwood will, will at least have a chance to address Varsity and have a chance he's to big. get minutes. Yeah. He's big, big. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Bennett. Dad. He's huge, Bennett. man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. His dad but, um, took the I just think, you know, um, I don't know. You know, it's kind of hard to tell on um, why people do the transfer thing or not, but uh, it benefits some kids and it doesn't benefit other kids. You know, and I try to tell my kids, you know, hey, I, I love four-year players if I can. You know, I love getting freshmen, building them up. My freshman classes are what really keeps me going um, because I like seeing them grow for four years. And and I feel like right now our preparation with our youth is what's going to keep us kind of going. Like I got a really good sophomore class now. I like our freshmen. We played in a Martinsville tournament, freshman tournament. They only lost to Warren by two points. So uh, got some competitors, and that's really what I look for. Like, okay, do we got competitors? Are they listeners? And do they play defense? And then after that, you know, I feel like the domino effect just happens. They just keep growing. Well, the 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 bad news for you is, and you, and you sent me that correction earlier today because you were reading that art. You were reading the article we put out. I put out a couple of weeks ago or last week, whenever that was, about kind of early early rankings into next year. Mm-hmm. I went twelve deep before I came to a team in the north. So, always, man. It's always a meat grinder down here. We don't expect nothing different. I mean, it's – I mean, obviously some of that has been, you know, Gary 21st Century has moved up to 2A, and they're going to be there for a little bit. But, I mean, it's you guys in Orleans, Evansville Christian, Bethesda Christian, Tinley. I mean, you know, we could there, – there's a lot of others probably, I, you know, the, I have to go back and look at my notes. I've just got the website. I've just got the website open, but – Christian Academy had a, a, a slew of sophomores that are going to be juniors now that are going to be more productive and and they you know they could just as easily. What is that break. Liberty? Uh, no, Christian Academy down okay. near uh, down near uh, New Albany, uh, okay. Sellersburg. Okay. Uh, mainly Josh Renfro. Okay. But they they would have been in the rock. I think they would have been in the Rock Creek sectional. Okay, Rock Creek was pretty good, man. They were. <laughs> there was, it was a strange team, man. They had some big hits. <laughs> Tell me about it. Three. They were and, big. And... We seen them. We was like, geez. <laughs> yeah. Had some big kids. I didn't even know Coach had been coaching so long also. Long time. Yeah, Coach Brown's been down there a long time. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got, been coaching a long time. He's got Mariel, the seven-footer. Yeah. Who's just super thin. He's basically Manute Bull. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've got – they had the three-kid. And then the two little guards, I think. The guards were good, though. One of the guards, I think, is coming back, right? Um, I think they're he had be- four seniors. Did they? Well, their best group. Though they have one guard that kind of washed out last year. They they would have been even one more player. Hmm. I think they got beat up pretty bad in the Jacksonville game. Yeah. And um, I think we really caught an advantage with uh, Bar Reeve gave us their school to rest. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, that helped us, man. I mean, like, it really did. 
lot of the kids were tired. We were dealing got, with different codes and da 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 da. Do they got hotels, motels, and bar and look? <laughs> they and they do, but um, they kick you out at eleven. So you know, uh, if you win that early game, unless you want to stay tonight, you know, you got to find somewhere to be. You and can't do a day. Course, you can't do a day lease. Washington told us we could stay, but um, the accommodation was a little bit better at Bar Reeve because they gave us the entire school. Nice. I mean, like, you can use the basketball courts, you can lay down, you can do everything. So that helped a lot. Well, Bar Reeve would do whatever they could so you could beat Ligoti. Hey, we gave them <laughs> what they wanted. They looked out for us. We appreciate it. <laughs> Probably could have gotten North Davies, too. <laughs> They're yeah. all frenemies. They're all frenemies down there. Well, uh, it's kind of like I told you our section is, man. It's kind of yeah. I understand that. <laughs> I understand totally. Well, coach, anything else you want to? Anything you want to bring up, or any, anything um, skipped just, over? What people need to know about Lutheran. Well, I just think we're gonna have another fun season. Um, we're gonna bring a lot of athletes with a lot of passion of the game. We got some sophomores, like I said, that people really don't know that they'll probably get introduced to this year. Um, and um, a lot of speed, a lot of talent, a lot of defense. Um, our schedule is is hard again. I mean, we pulled North Central for the county. Mm. Um, so, you know, just really getting to play some of these very top-level teams is really good. We're trying to get um, – we have another 4A on site that we're trying to get because we have an open game. But we're just trying to beef it up even more. I don't care if I get 15 losses in a season. Yeah, I just want 7 to 8 no when it's over with. And I proved that it can happen without, you know what I mean, uh, being two or three losses. But um, I just want to put them through a lot of stress during the season. So, you know, they'll see everything when the sectionals come. And um, that's really what we focus on for the entire year is our sectional opponents. I probably watch every game. It's not a game they can hide. They try, but they can't hide. I figure out a way to get the footage, and I watch every game. And um, we're looking at tendencies. We're looking at changes. We're looking – you got to really change it up for me to not see something. Um, and that's really our focus, our focus. And I watch the South teams too. Like, I don't overlook uh, Bloomfield. I don't overlook Orleans. I watch everybody. I think my huddle hours are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty good. But um, I just really feel like you don't underestimate anybody. Yeah. You watch everybody. You see what they do. And you kind of, you know, see how you would adjust. And um, try to be prepared. I, I think Southwood was one of the hardest teams to prepare for last year. Really? Yeah. Um, Because I, I just couldn't believe, to be honest, that they would press us in the entire game. You know, I've seen their style, and, you know, their style worked. They knocked off some really good teams. But, like, me, myself, as a chess guy, I was like, it's no way. He's going to press me the entire game. He got to know we ready for the press. He has to know it. And um, so it made me kind of think of what is he going to do, you know, and it baffled me. I'm watching every game and just seeing that they were consistent on their zone traps. So, you know, I prepared for the zone traps, but it was just so much. I was like, oh, man, what else do I prepare for? I was like, because he got to come with something else on me, man. He going to knock me in the mouth if I'm not prepared for it. So it got to a point where it was just like, man, we just got to play the game. Well, you once know? you once you started to engage their, their trap. Yeah. You tried to pass over it early on. That that wasn't working. And once you really started to to, to get downhill a little bit against it, 
Well, they were a little gunshot early. Like, DeRay passed up two shots early, trying to yeah. not take threes, you know, because they were open. And, uh, you know, they just had to settle in. And that's kind of when we were like, man, shoot the ball, man. You know, you just got to play the game. And you're right. Once we sped it up to where they couldn't really set it up the way they wanted to set it up, mm-hmm. it caused them some problems. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time. I think we've exhausted our questions and follow-up and all that. So, Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations again on on, on your state championship. And, and uh, hopefully uh, – Hopefully your football guy. Hopefully everybody will stay healthy, but hopefully your football guys will get through. Yeah, get through the season, and they usually do, man. They're some tough kiddos. Yeah, all right, man. Coach, thanks, you. We thanks a lot. I appreciate. Thanks. You.